Kath answered, warming to the challenge. Magic had never been her specialty, but she wanted that straitjacket. It had been featured in a widely covered protest demonstration Amanda and her buddies had staged outside the Prime Minister's residence a few years ago, and it would look fabulous on display. The perfect visual complement to the story the museum's exhibit would tell. Unfortunately, Amanda had a stranglehold on the thing, and Kath had known her long enough to understand she got a kick out of stringing people along. On the other hand, she was also competitive and narcissistic, which made her the sort of woman who rarely turned down a bet. How about this? Kath asked. If I correctly predict the next two people up those steps, you give me the jacket. It was possible, just. Greenwich was way out in Zone 4 on the London transport map, far enough from the city centre to avoid being a true commuter suburb. The station platform never got too crowded, even during rush hour. Most of the regulars for this particular train had arrived already. The question was, who was missing? Amanda's eyes narrowed. What do I get if you're wrong? I'll stop bugging you about the straitjacket. This was a lie, but no lapsed Catholic from Chicago's South Side was above lying for a good cause, and Kath considered her career a good cause. Amanda leaned forward, all excitement now, and said, Make it three, and you're on. The first one was easy. Kath heard the musical clang of the ticket machine dispensing change down at street level, and knew it had to be the dog guy from the park because he always took the 709 from Greenwich to bank on Fridays, and he bought his single ticket from the vending machine with cash. Old guy in a fedora, she said. He came up the steps and made his way to the empty bench next to them. Amanda inclined her head, acknowledging one down. Next up was tricky. Normally it would be the girl with the two-tone hair, but it was late summer and people took vacations. The girl had been missing all week. Kath imagined her on a beach in Spain, soaking up the sun in a red bikini. What if she was back, though? The booming laugh of Bill at the ticket window carried up the stairs. The merry widow, then. Bill was a friendly guy, but he pulled out all the stops for the widow. Redhead with three inches of cleavage, Kath said. The merry widow rose into view, proud bosom bobbing. Amanda gave a low whistle of appreciation. Kath glanced at the station's clock and repressed a smile. She only needed one more to complete the hat trick, and you could set your watch by the next guy. Tall, blonde man in an expensive suit. Financial times under his arm, she said, then added, possibly a cyborg. Thirty seconds ticked by, and City rose into view, punctual as ever, and way too good-looking to be human. Kath had a soft spot for City. From the moment she'd spotted him waiting for the train to bank last winter, he'd intrigued her. She'd given him the nicknames and nod to his profession, because everything about him announced he worked in the city of London, the square-mile financial district at the center of the metropolis. The dignified wool overcoat and scarf he'd worn all winter, the shined shoes, the ever-present newspaper. Aristocratically remote, he was Prince Charming in a suit. Amanda applauded, whether for her or for City, Kath couldn't tell. She suppressed a triumphant grin and allowed herself a moment to watch him pass. He gave her his usual stiff nod, 
the greeting they'd long since settled on for their semi-regular encounters. She never heard City talk or seen him crack a smile. He didn't even fidget. Just stood stoically in place until the train pulled up, then stared straight ahead once seated in the car. Cool as a cucumber and very, very English. At least, that's how she imagined him when she wrote about him in her journal. She bet her next paltry paycheck he had a posh accent, an expensive education, and a boring job moving piles of money around. He was her polar opposite. Still, she always kept an eye out for him. She saw City two or three mornings a week, either here or at Greenwich Park, where both of them liked to run. In motion, he was a beautiful thing, a Scandinavian god with flushed cheeks. She loved that flash of pink on his face. Such an endearing crack in his cool perfection.